following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. Welcome to uh, one of the greatest uh, drivers, I think, that's uh, really uh, not had the opportunities he should have sometimes, and that is uh, a good, the good man and the good driver, Mr. Davey Hamilton. Davey Hamilton, thanks for getting with us tonight. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. I'll uh, tell you what. Now, I don't know if you're really excited, but I am because I like uh, open-wheel cars quite a bit. And uh, getting a chance to come up to Disney and see this uh, unveiling of their uh, opportunity to come south and uh, do this driving school, ride-along program, I guess they're going to have it all, aren't they? Yeah, you know, it's a great opportunity for, for open-wheel fans and just fans in general to, you know, get an experience of what IndyCar racing is really about. And, and you know, it's the first real opportunity that somebody can actually get in a real IndyCar and drive it themselves, and and for those that you know don't really want to drive it but feel what Indy cars are about, we have a high speed two seater Indy car that we give rides in as well. So, you know, it is a great opportunity. It's a great racetrack at Disney World there, and and um, you know we're looking forward to it. a lot of people go through that part of the world. We know that to go see Mickey Mouse, and uh, hopefully they'll slide over and, and check out what Indy car racing is about. Now I have been in touch uh, in the past with the guys from uh, the Richard Petty Driving School because several of them used to be racers in this area and they work for it and do things. And they say that they get that school there at Disney World gets the biggest amount of walk-up business as any in the world. And that is because people come to Orlando, they hear about it, and they go over there and ask you, hey, is there room for me to get in today? And it's that kind of thing. Exactly. And then we're kind of banking on the Petty guys to help out. Um, you know, they have a lot of experience there. They've been there for a long time. And, and um, you know, now it's the, the, the opportunity for a fan to either pick or choose or do both. And, and it's really the only track in the world that you have opportunity to go in the same day and do a Petty car and an Indy car. So, uh, you know, it's pretty unique. And, and I think it's exciting. I mean, the IndyCar series right now is on, on a rise. I mean, with the, the merger last year and, and uh, the unification, I should say, of the two series has been fantastic. And, and, you know, the economy has everybody down, but it seems IndyCar is still fairly strong right now. Well, now you brought me right to my uh, great entry into uh, what you thought of this situation where they kind of started combining, uh, getting back together, so to speak, and mending the wounds that were out there about car owners and sponsors and everything else that went on and the places they can even race. Uh, what do you think is the big picture now in 2009 and building into 2010 that they, they can make this really happen to, to build it back to the premier kind of series it, it once was? Yeah, you know, I think they're on their way. I think last year really showed it as, as far as, um, you know, it was a little tough at first for the Champ Car guys to come over and kind of merge with the IRL guys with with a, a rules package they weren't familiar with. And so uh, I think this year we're going to see the competition at the end of the year was fantastic. I mean, it didn't matter if you were a Champ Car guy or an IRL guy. Or, you know, anybody could win. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, it's a situation that where I think this year, we won't be talking about the unification. It's already kind of behind us. It's just a matter of, you know, the, 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 how competitive the cars are on track, and you got the best of of all the drivers and all the teams and all the owners in one place now. And now it's just a matter of growing it and expanding, uh, you know, our fan base back to what it used to be. And and uh, you know, I'm excited about being uh, being part of it. I think it's something that's needed to happen for a long time, and and it's finally here. And uh, you know, the the, the just the on track competition. I think has shown that, you know, some of the best races in the world. Well, i tell you what, folks, we're talking to Davey Hamilton uh, of Apex Racing. He's going to be uh, uh, there on Thursday, I guess, when they unveil this IRL uh, driving school ride-along program at Disney World, and that should be pretty awesome, Davey. Uh, are you going to get a chance to uh, give us a ride, or are you going to be so busy doing interviews and talking to the media? No, I, one, one reason I wanted to come and do it is I told him I wanted to be the one giving the ride. So uh, I'm <laughs> awesome. being able to give all the rides in the high-speed two-seater and 
And and fortunately, um, you know, my sponsor in the IndyCar series, which is the Hewlett Packard, um, has also sponsored the, the high speed two seater IndyCar. So kind of fits in well. We'll be in the HP car and and uh, giving some rides to the to the media and, and you know for the grand opening. It'll be a good day. It'll be a lot of fun. Now I've been in a two seater sprint car. So tell me a little bit more about this two seater IndyCar. Do I get to talk to you while we're driving? Do I just get to watch and hang on? What's what's going to happen? You, you just get to watch and hang on. But I'll be honest with you. You know, we we also my track in Idaho have two seater sprint cars, and I'm I'm not going to say it's. Uh, it's a, it's a, a better ride or a funner ride because, you know, they're all great. Sprint cars are great, and the two-seater sprint car rides are fantastic and fun. With any car, you're going to feel a lot of speed that you didn't feel in that sprint car. And uh, I think you'll be amazed on, on the grip level and the corner speed that, that you'll be feeling in the Indy car. But uh, they're both unique rides for sure. And, and anytime you get any kind of open-wheel car and go for a ride, it's pretty cool. Oh man, it's going to be great. I'm 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 excited just to get the chance to go and uh, get to cover it for because I work part time for the Tampa Tribune, so I get to cover it for that and a little bit for Carnac, hopefully to to help these guys out and uh, myself uh, as well. Just just loves racing in general. Um, the crossover and the working with the Petty program is that going to happen all across the country or only at certain locations? Well, right now it's just Disney World, and I think uh, the Descendant Racing Group has just decided to really focus on trying to make the, the Disney uh, property um, their main goal of, of making that a success with the IndyCar series and, and, and their IndyCar experience. So right now, you know, I mean, I think it could grow to that. You just never know. But I, I think as today as we talk right now, the main focus is really, really on that particular venue and, and to make it uh, exciting and fun and make it a success. and. And you know, like I said, there's a lot of walk-up customers there. I mean, when some of the some of the dads and moms both want to go over there and check it out while the while the kids are at Disneyland, so uh, it's a good opportunity. And I think if it works there, then you know they'll probably they probably will venture out. But at this point, just we're really focusing on on Disney World. Well, I talked to Jeff Smith this morning, and he said he had so many people lined up, he wasn't sure if he's going to get them all in. So I know you're going to be inundated on Thursday. But I think this is an it's awesome exciting. program. It's very and, I, and I know that it, the other thing is cool about Disney is that most of the year round, I mean, they could go Monday through Friday and ride well, it in. Well, when so, we were there to do this thing with uh, the special with uh, Richard Petty about eight years ago, the driving experience there, one of the things I was amazed, which, you know, if you live in Florida, you gotta, this is a no-brainer, but I didn't realize until I was there doing it how many foreign tourists come to Disney, and how many of them were there for the stock car ride. So oh, yeah. that's a huge no, part of it, too, no, the exposures the Penny, the world. guy said more sign language went on oh, than yeah. talking most yeah. of the time. Worldwide <laughs> audience. Yeah. You, you get in car. I take pictures. Okay. <laughs> it's one language when you get in. Everybody screams the same. Sounds all the same. doesn't matter where you're from. So. I imagine it does. <laughs> uh, now, let's talk a little bit about your career in uh, Indy cars and stuff. I mean, is this going to kind of like uh, get you so busy doing these kind of things that you don't get to race as much, or are you still going to get a chance to go racing? Well, you know, I, I've already backed it. I'm just doing Indy, really. I'd like to do a few more events other than Indy only. I mean, we've, we've had some success the last couple of years trying to be a one-off deal, but you know, it's tough. Um, when, when I was full-time, it was kind of easy to go race every weekend. But when you just show up uh, for the Indy 500 and try to compete against Castro Nevis and Canaan and Dixon and these guys, it's not easy. And, and like I say, we've been fortunate to, to, to run well and be competitive with them. But um, I would like to do a few more, just maybe before the Indy 500, kind of some warm-ups. And, and, uh, and I'm still doing a lot of short track stuff. You know, that's where I, where I grew up doing, and, and it's what I love. And um, you know, I have a, a racetrack in Idaho called Meridian Speedway. It's a little quarter mile paved that we race um, sprint cars and late models and so forth on. I have a track in Terre Haute, Indiana, a half mile dirt track that we do six events a year. And, and so I'm into a little bit of promotion and, 
and right now I'm actually I just landed in L.A. and and I'm heading out to Irwindale Speedway to to test the midget and the sprint car tomorrow to get ready for Turkey Night. So I'm still feeling pretty active in the cockpit as well, but a lot more short track stuff than Indy well, at well, this point. You got to watch out at Irwindale. They they can put a lot of weird rubber down with those uh, drifters, so you, know, you never know what you're going to get when you get there. Yeah, exactly. And, and actually, the drifters are going to be putting on exhibition Turkey Night as well. So uh, hopefully we. You know, it's going to be fun. I mean, the, the USAC series right now is so competitive, and, you know, we ran Phoenix a couple of weeks ago, and, and uh, I mean, you, when you got 45 cars and, you know, you're all within about three-quarters of a second, it's it's tough. I mean, guys like Ryan Newman missed the show and Danny Dryan missed the show, and one of Stewart's wow. cars, and Levi Jones, missed he had to be put on as a provisional. So it's tough. It's tough business in the series, and uh, but it's a lot of fun. Davey, one, this is Jack Smith here. One, one of the things we've been doing here on this show over the last several months is we've been interviewing a lot of the, the track promoters, doing some in-depth interviews. As a matter of fact, later on tonight we're going to have Robert Hart, uh, the owner of New Smyrna Speedway and Orlando Speed World and, and so forth on. And uh, we've been, you know, looking at uh, how the economy is uh, affecting the racing and, and other things as well. I mean, just the fact that it's 2008 and it's not 1970 anymore. Um, how how are things holding up in in your area out there? Is there is is the are you able to still be able to uh, draw the cars, draw the fans at the same levels, or cha- have you had to change, make changes? Or just give us an o- overview of what you see. Well, you know, I, I think we've been in the game a long time, and, and I think that change you always have to change. You always have to keep it fresh and make things new as a promoter. And um, and, and fortunately, um, at, at both Terre Haute and at, at Meridian Speedway, we we had a very successful year at both of them, and. Some tracks were really down, but fortunately, I don't know if it's the areas that we're in or, or what, but we, we've had it. Last year was a great year. Now, what we see happening is, you know, we, what we try to do is have real reasonable ticket prices for the fan to get in, and, and, and we, we are probably the cheapest in the country at both the facilities. And, and so our fan base has been very good. Um, but we do notice in the upper levels uh, of the motorsports from, you know, the sprint cars, the late models, that even though our car counts have been okay, that's that's the toughest thing is to keep the car owners and drivers continuing to come out um, with the economy the way it is and and so you know we're out trying to find sponsorship at all times not only for our speedway but for the participants as well and for their divisions and and uh, you know it's a full time job it's a lot of work to um, you know if if the racers don't show up obviously to we got the sandbox but we don't have any toys so to speak and so yeah I know we got we got uh, bonehead Rob El- Elton is uh, on our show. I know Rob's sitting there I can I can he feel know, him he wants to know how him. much those tickets are you said you had the lowest price in the country yeah well I think we do it's ten by Terre Haute we got ten dollar ticket to get in to see whether it's the Silver Crown race the Hot Hundred or the Holman Classic Sprint Car race and and we're the same in Idaho it's a ten dollar ticket to come in and see wing sprint cars and so forth now at Terre Haute, uh, there's a that that's a eight ticket, a general mission ticket, and we do have reserve seating that's up to twenty dollars and some twenty two dollar tickets. But um, but if you just want to come, as a matter of fact, we have a really good deal. If you want to come in our infield at Terre Haute, it's all grass. It's a beautiful infield. It has a lot of history. As people come in, there, bring your your barbecue grill, your food, your beer, your sodas, whatever you want. You bring you, your wife, and three of your kids for twenty five bucks. All right. Wow. Rob, go ahead. I know you got a question there, man. Now, I challenge you to be for that for the quality show of USAC races of any other track that's that that uh, you know that well. Uh, you can spend a hundred bucks in gas to get there and still save money at that right? <laughs> I really feel that we we are uh, very fan friendly, you know, and that's I think a key thing because without the fans, it's no without the fans, none of us have anything, and and um, you know, a lot of people say, well, 
you, you got to get the fans in to make it off concessions. But on our infield, that's not the case. I mean, like I so said, we allow you to bring in your own food and drink, whatever you want. Just come and watch the race and enjoy it and and uh, try to have a lot of fun doing it and then bring a lot of people to the venue. Yeah, Rob, are you there with us? Yeah, how does that work out, that uh, $25 deal that you do with that infield? Well, you know, it's, 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 we've got a lot of people in infield. You know, I mean, we have, you know, 1,000, 1,500 people every weekend in that infield, and, and it's not a big profit maker, but there's a lot of excitement. We pit an infield too, as well, so, you know, the fans can go right up to the fence and talk to their favorite drivers, and the, their drivers are in front of the grandstands as well for the people that choose not to stand in infield. And, and um but there's frisbee going on. There's football throwing going on. It's it's a lot of fun, and and uh, there's a lot of adult beverages in there. I know. So sometimes <laughs> they don't they don't walk out. Sometimes as good as they walk in. Um, but you know, it really isn't a profit center for us. I'll be honest with you. It does all add up, and it all goes to the bottom line. But I, I think it's a situation to where we try to create an event, and and, and that's kind of like a road race in the IndyCar series. Sometimes. You know, it's more of an event than a race when we go to these street races and so forth, and that's what we try to create even at the Terre Haute. Now, I bet you've got people that are pulling their trucks or cars in and trying to get the same spot every week with their family, and all the people around them are pretty much the same people, and they start having this family-oriented party. Well, you know, and one thing that since we've taken over the track, um, back in the history of the track, if you know about it, which I really didn't, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know that much about the Terre Haute track before I got involved with it, but... It, it was a situation where that infield was always open, and you know I, I, I hear guys that that are my age now that that, that were defensive kids, you know that they could see AJ Foyt and Bronson and John Cox and Andretti's, the guys Rutherford's racing, and they go up the fence and talk to their heroes, and and then the, the promoters previous to us had closed the infield completely down. They didn't pit in the infield. They didn't have any fans in the infield. It was just empty, and it just from everybody coming back to me saying, well, you know, if the infield was open. You know, I think it'd be good. It just lost a, a lost a lot of luster and a lot of excitement by having people down that infield for everybody. And and I really didn't know that much about it. So you know, I made a, a decision. Said, well, why don't we open the thing back up? Well, the racers complained big time. I mean, because now they have to unload their equipment because it's a situation where it's a you you know we're not the, the haulers of today are too tall to be to stay down in there. <laughs> and so they all complained about unloading. I'll, I'll tell you what, little story. We all know Jason Leffler and. He's a good buddy, and, and uh, he he went to he showed up with a sprint car team. I think Damien was driving it, or maybe his yeah, I think it was a sprint car team with Damien driving. And and he called me up and he says, "Hey, what we got to unload for? You know, we don't want to unload and all this." I go, "Jason, I, you know, I, we're just going to try it, see if it works." And and he came down, and his crew they were all kind of bitching about it. And <laughs> when the night was over, he came up and said, "That was the best thing ever. This is the most exciting night I've ever been at Terre Haute since I've been here." So that's cool. He's doing it, and so when you got guys that that are really into the sport and see what it takes to to make fans happy, and coming from Jason, you know, I've met a lot, and I and and I, I've had a lot of people with that same attitude, very unhappy about having to load and and be part of that. Field, but once it's over and they see the excitement, they they're all for it. So well, I, I've well. talked to a few people who've been to Terre Haute while you've been in, in, involved, and they say that's uh, really coming along. That it's a great, great deal. Uh, a lot of great racing going on in the area and stuff. But before we get too deep in here, and I lose you, I got to go back to the uh, Indy racing, and I want to find out with the economy the last seven, eight months, man, the way things have died and people jumping off bridges. Uh, do you see that? Coming next year, it's going to be a little tougher, maybe, to get those sponsors yeah. to get you there. Yeah, yeah, I, I do think it is. I think it's a situation where it's it's going to continue to be uh, difficult for the next few years until things kind of get turned around. Um, but it, on the good side, only one team—or I'm sorry, I'll take that back—two teams 
that I know of have dropped out, which is Pacific Coast and Marty Roth. But HVM said they're adding another car. So, you know, we were at 27, 28 cars for most every race. And so it only drops down one car from what we had last year. And I think that's, that's encouraging with the way the economy is that, that, that it only looks like we're going to lose one total car. And then if we get somebody like Sarah Fisher getting a sponsor, she wants to do it full time. And, and, you know, uh, I, I know, uh, Milka wants to try to do a full time deal also. Towns and Bell. I mean, there's a lot of us that would like to do, or I say us, a lot of teams that would like to do full-time things if they just get that little bit extra funding. So um, I, I really feel confident, with it, as bad as things are, um, and that, that things are still going to be good in the IndyCar Series, at least for this year. And, um, you know, I could be wrong, but and maybe I'm just thinking too positive. But, but uh, you know, I, I foresee a good year next year. Well, we definitely get the picture that with Davey Hamilton, the glass is definitely probably three-quarters full. Well, I've had to look at that all my life. You know, I mean, I just, uh, you know, I'm very fortunate to be involved in the sport that I love. And, and, and coming from Boise, Idaho, there's not too many racers from there. <laughs> and, right. and being able just to, you know, I had to fight. I had to fight hard and, 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 uh, you know, travel, you know, the closest tracks sometimes were not the closest, but the tracks I had to race that were a thousand miles away. And, you know, it was one of those days you get off work on Friday and you drive all night, you race Saturday and you drive all the way back to be at work Monday and, and uh, I'd never get those days up, and I'm very fortunate to be able to, you know, make it to, to Indy cars and to make this an occupation instead of just a hobby for me. And so, um, you know, I, I cherish it every day, to be honest with you, and I, I continue to do things within the sport to try to make, make it good for everybody. That sounds like our buddy Bonehead there. He's traveled a lot of nights, haven't you, buddy, back and forth to the track, driving all the way, getting there, racing, and driving all the way home. Couldn't afford to stay overnight. No, yeah, man, there's a lot of traveling that we've had to do, you know, and uh, that's what happens when you're local racing, you you know, just race late models and stuff, you know, uh, that's that's what you do, you know, in the economy today, uh, I can only afford to race uh, very little, you know, uh, it's definitely uh, changed my racing for sure. Davey, uh, this weekend, speaking of late models, I understand you're going to be at, at New Smyrna Speedway? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to be there. And actually, there's a chance I may even race it. So uh, I'm hoping to hop in a late model and, and, and run in the race as well. But that hasn't been – we're not done making that deal yet. I know it's close to Saturday, but, you know, that's how short track racers go. I'll, I'll show up my helmet bag. We'll see if I race. And, but I'll definitely be there for sure. And, you know, it's one thing he just mentioned on that, that, that with the economy the way it is, that he just stays home local and races locally. And I think that probably helps our local tracks, at, as I said, at Meridian Speedway and at Terre Haute. But, most in Meridian Speedway is is the racers still want to race and they just they can't afford to travel out of town so they stay local and I think that's been helping some of the local tracks um, you know continuing to succeed. Yeah. Well, I tell you what I know, I know that uh... I know the problem is uh, Davey is the the uh, local track owners at all the race tracks um, do not make it um, to where it's uh, affordable in some cases or they just don't flat get along with uh, the track owner. We we've got some strange track owners around here. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> as a racer, I've run into a lot of those as well, and and, and you know, it's it's never easy. I mean, you're all, you're just a good guy, bad guy deal as a promoter, and 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 um, but I understand, I understand what you're saying, and and I guess maybe as a racer and promoter, but racer first, I, I try to put the racer first as a promoter as well, knowing what they want, knowing that I have to take care of them, or because if I don't have them, I don't have anything. I'll have a, as I said before, I have a sandbox, but no toys to play, and. And yeah. without the toys, I'm no good. And so I need to, we need to make the fan and the racer happy and content. And, um, sometimes that's not easy to do. 
Um, yeah. And there's always some sour apples on all sides. But um, but I understand what you're saying, and, and um, that's unfortunate when you know you can't um, you know everybody work together. Hey, uh, listen about this trip to New Smyrna and getting up there. Uh, I take it that means they won't let you bring the two-seater IRL car, but uh, <laughs> that would have been that'd awesome. Be that'd be a good race. I think that it may be, I, you know, I don't know exactly what the promotion there is, but it may show up there. You never know. Obviously, There's an open modifi- open-wheel modified class. Sure, you can get it in there. <laughs> yeah, all right, exactly. Well, this is, that's a that's a pretty big deal for uh, uh, the, the super late model guys. Uh, you know, they, they, they really... Uh, I don't think, I mean, the Snowball Derby is, is a huge, huge event, obviously, at Pensacola every year, but this, the uh, governor, Florida Governor's Cup, uh, is a very, very, very prestigious race for the super late model guys, and the, there's, there's, that's the one they really want yeah, it's, their it, name it's on. It's not that they would run it for free, but they would sure take a lot less money to run that one every year if they, if they had to, but, uh, they enjoy going for the big purse, and they love running the, the Governor's Cup and getting that prestige of, I was a Governor's Cup winner, just like the guys who get the Snowball Derby love to go, hey, I won the Snowball Derby, and that's a toughie to win. So, uh, it's always nice to see folks come up, and we hope you get to go because there's no doubt in my mind, I've been to New Smyrna a few times, so has Bonehead, so has Jack. There's a few of those late models that you could help. Yeah, well, you know, I've been honored to be able to race it. I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's a race that I haven't, uh, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be in a lot of, you know, as you say, named races are pretty important, uh, from the Copper Classic, the Oswego Classic, the Indy 500, you know, I mean, there's a lot of great races, and those are the ones that you want to want to win and, and, and be proud of, and, and uh, I'd, be, I'd be honored for me to be just part of the Governor's Cup if we can make that happen, and, and if not, I'll still be there watching, but yeah, I love there. You know, I've never been able to race in New Smyrna. We did Volusia County and Super Modified, you know, years back, but... Uh, but never have been able to sit around New Smyrna before. So. Do, you, do you find it hard to step that far back, so to speak, late models? Maybe even you've stepped into something like a street stock or something. But do you find it just as it's a lot of fun and it just gets to be a blast to go do those kind of things around the country? Well, Davey, and a two-part question there, Davey. The second part of that is explain what it's what goes through your mind when you're going 225-plus miles an hour. <laughs> well, if you're going straight and the car's good, it's all good things. But if you're out of control, it's not a, it's not that much fun. But <laughs> and 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 you know, just like any race car, you have good ones and bad ones sometimes. And uh, but I'll tell you what, it's exciting. Um, it's a job. I mean, um, I don't think anybody, even from the the best guys from Dixon, who's winning a lot of race right now, got an IndyCar and just said it was easy the first time. You have to learn how to be to be good at it. And and uh, it's exciting and it's fun and. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm like that fortunate to have that opportunity, you know, to drive for AJ Foyt my first time and, and just continue. Um, you know, I was the only guy in all the IndyCar races until I got hurt in Texas in 2001 and, and was lucky enough to get back in a car and, and, and get to do it again. But for me, honestly, getting back into the, the I don't even know if I want to call it the lower ranks because they're all so competitive right now. It's well, the local track. Local guys. But I, I enjoy it. I really do. I have a good time and, and, um, I, I try to make it fun for the, the racers that I'm racing against. A lot of new faces and people I've never even met before, and and uh, it, it, it's not degrading for me at all. I'll be honest with you. I'm a racing driver, and if I could do it seven seven days a week, I would do it. And, uh, hey, Davey, what was it like to race for uh, AJ Foyt? I mean, he's such a hard you know hard person that you see in the public eye. Was he really a hard person in in person? He's only hard when he's on camera. <laughs> honestly, you know, he's a great guy. We're still best of friends, honestly. We we talk a lot, and, and, and uh, we have a great relationship. I'll have to say that we had our ups and downs. There's no question about that. And um, But uh, and, and a down for me is I was a rookie going in the IndyCar Series. 
um, driving for my hero. And, and that was difficult because I didn't want to disappoint him. And I think at that point I wasn't, I was being a little too cautious, honestly, you know, because I, I wanted him to respect me and not tear up his stuff. And, and, uh, uh, and we, uh, I actually did well for him though. We were running up the championship. We, we ran fast. It's just that I felt hindsight that I could have done a better job for him. And, and, um, uh, but today, like I say, we're still good friends. He is, he's a, he's a great guy to be around. He's not that tough, honorary guy that we see, um, on TV. He, he's pretty intense. He's pretty focused as a race driver and he wants to win races. But away from that track, I mean, you don't, you, you can't run into a nicer guy, honestly. Well, you were racing at that time for him when Junior was there too, his, uh, son, right? Actually, no, you know what? Uh, AJ Jr. and I actually teammated the last two years at Indy. When, um, when I drove for AJ, AJ, uh, um, AJ the fourth, he was just a little kid. He wouldn't, he was running go-karts and stuff. So I ran for, uh, um, AJ in 1996 and 97, my first years in Indy Car Series. So, um, so it's been a long time ago. And little AJ, like I say, he's been a friend for a long time too. And, and, and we've had a lot of fun being teammates in the 500 the last couple of years as well. Holy cow. It, this is awesome, Davey. I appreciate all the time, but I know, you're running out of time, and so are we, unfortunately. And uh, I don't want to kill it uh, and beat it to death, but uh, I'll definitely get to talk to you Thursday and uh, get and some, Saturday. Uh, yeah, get get to see you, uh, you know, as much as I can to uh, get some great inside information and stuff. Uh, uh, last but not least, on the way out here, I guess you've been down to Florida. You must have you've been to Disney a couple times, I would think, already, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. My first ever IndyCar race was on that track. That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought it was somewhere in that neighborhood, but. Um, uh, what do you think of whenever you get to come to the south, especially I guess this time of year is great, but uh, what do you think about the tracks down here in Florida? we got a bunch of them, Daytona and so forth, that people run at. Uh, compared to the other tracks around the country, you get a little snowed in, they get a little chunked up sometimes. Yeah, you know what? I, you know, I'm, I've been fortunate to, as well to be all over this country and see racetracks, and I love them no matter where they're at. But it's always, uh, I think Florida stands out because, I think everybody's so excited, especially like speed weeks and stuff, to get out of the winter and the cold and the people up north and the snow. They want to go somewhere warm and, and, and to, to, to bust out, you know, to have the, really the Super Bowl of stock car racing be the first one. It's pretty cool. And and uh, and all the short tracks around there that participate, and, you know, it's pretty exciting. So, you know, I'm there's, there's not a bad track ever. I, I honestly believe that. I think all racetracks are good, some better than others, some funner than others. But uh, anytime you put race cars on a track and, and – uh, be able to compete and have fun and have fans come and support it. It's always good. Oh, man, I appreciate your time tonight. We do greatly appreciate it, I know. And we'll look forward to seeing you. Maybe you can get down our neck of the woods for the Winter Nationals at East Bay or come on down to DeSoto for the icebreaker or something. We'll get to see you here real local. Perfect. Sounds great, guys. All right. See you Thursday. Okay. All right, Davey Hamilton, ladies and gentlemen, the Apex Racing uh, driver, and uh, going to be, I guess he's going to be a little bit of everything, instructor, uh, promoter, uh, just about plays every uh, hat there is uh, out there with racing, and that's pretty awesome, and he's got some great insights. Yeah, and I think what we're going to do, uh, Rob, if you, uh, do you have anything else before we go to break, is what we want to do is go to break and come back with uh, Mr. Fastcar, Robert Hart. He's waiting patiently on us. No, all I can say is... Uh... That was pretty cool to talk to him, man. That guy's raced a lot, man. He's raced all kinds of things. Absolutely. You know, and, uh, we'll have, I think we should have. Before, we'll have to. We'll have to have uh, Davey Hamilton back uh, to talk more about the short track, uh, when he, specifically about short track racing and his ideas as a promoter. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely has a positive I attitude. I didn't want to waste more time, but I want to get his view of the gadget races, the boat races, the yeah. bus races, and so forth. Get a little in depth. <laughs> but let's go. Let's take his break, and uh, we're going to come back with. Uh, don't go Robert far, Hurt. folks.
Coming right back with some more Inside Florida Race. 